I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Tennis, hockey, golf. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Almost, almost Jason and C.J. Uh, my guy C.J. Morgan is on assignment today. Hi, uh, it's Jason Dick and I am joined. Uh, you know, who else would I possibly ever uh, put into the into that seat? It's my guy, the uh, not producer of this program, my work wife, Nick Hodge. A good day to you, sir. How are you? What's going on? How's your Monday energy? Everything good? Everything good? We'll see. I'm, 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 I'm over my daily the- recommended amount of Jason Dick. What are you talking about? Which, for the record, we do a four-hour morning show. Yeah. The daily recommended amount is like three hours. Three so hours we're always is the going right over amount? It, but like six hours, that's way too Come much. Come on, man. We didn't watch a single second of football together all weekend long. You're, you were on so Jason glorious. Dick withdrawals. I know you were. Mm-hmm. I know you were. I also just uh, slammed two Taco Bell crunch wraps into my mouth. <laughs> I, I That was a mistake. You know what? Since you brought it up, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was like, your, your preparation for this show is questionable in that, uh, spoiler alert, Nick informs me he didn't watch Texas West Virginia on Saturday that night. That is not what I said at all. <laughs> you, I, you said I didn't watch the game. What are you talking about? And then I clarify with a bunch of facts, but you keep sticking. Oh. Well, what did, tell, tell me about your process. I fell asleep Saturday afternoon, and I woke uh-huh. up, and it was like 8.30, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, the Longhorns oh, are on. crap. And then I tuned in, and they were up 28 to something, and I was like, oh, good, we got it. Uh-huh. We got it. Yeah, they were up. At one point, 28 to nothing. Uh, hang on. You you take a Saturday afternoon nap that ends at 8.30? It's never happened before. I don't know what happened. Really? Okay. I think, what did I drink on Saturday? That might have something to do with it. <laughs> what did I? Before the nap. I did have some pre-mixed before, margarita. Before the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Haj is coming in here without watching the Texas game, but with two breakfast crunch wraps in his belly. Mm-hmm. So get, re- get ready for those fire takes. We're happy to accept your fire takes as well. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. We will check in with our guy, CJ Morgan, uh, from the road. He's on assignment. We're going to talk to him at some point. We'll talk about Aaron Judge and baseball records and... Billy Zapka playing quarterback for the New England Patriots. Wisconsin needs a football coach again. DK Metcalf had to take a bathroom break. But it's an all-QB controversy all the time show. Is there a quarterback controversy in Dallas? Uh, No. (laughs) There's not. Uh, Will there be one in Dallas this weekend? (laughs) We'll get his job back when, when uh, when uh, when he is healthy again. But is there a quarterback controversy on the 40 acres? I am here to tell you. And this is not hot take jackassery. This is from the this is from the heart, Jason Dick, real, real sentiment. Are we sure Hudson Card isn't the best quarterback on this on this Longhorn team? Do Are we like, sure? Do I need to go show you the Arkansas game tape from last season? <laughs> do I need to do that? Uh the whole year ago? Why are you gonna talk about old stuff? What's yeah. going on? Now you could say Because that's the last time that we said Hudson Card should be the starting quarterback at the University of Texas. No, not, and he did that. No, no, not not the last time for me, man. Uh, okay, so yeah, Texas thirty-eight to twenty victory over uh, West Virginia. It's a it was an absolutely perfectly boring Texas win. But I'm going to tell you that's good when you're playing a, a team that's down like West Virginia and you're Texas. That's what you should do. You should get up twenty-eight to nothing. I would have I would have liked to. Are we done with all gas no breaks? <laughs> Did the five and seven rookie campaign for Sark ruin all gas no breaks because? 
We we braked. <laughs> we we did we did less gas, more brakes in the second half. But we're not on the brakes as much as we were last season. Well, okay, we're riding the brakes way we had less. No, we had, last year, sparks were flying. Okay? Yeah, we had no brake pads. We had no more tires. The, the right? tires were gone. There were we, the wheels were off. Yes. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see Texas sort of keep that level, uh, you know, and, and beat them fifty-six to three or something like that. But a thirty-eight twenty final is perfectly acceptable. Um, we can talk about coach playing starters. Bijan is in the game in the last two minutes. I don't care for that. But uh, specifically, let's talk about the quarterback play. Hudson Card. And look, I'm even going to, as I attempt to uh, to advocate for my dude, I'm going to tell you it's one of those games that if you just look at the box score, if you took a, a three-hour afternoon nap on Saturday and you didn't watch the game, 21 to 27, 303 yards passing, three touchdowns, you're like, that's a near-perfect game yeah. at the quarterback position, right? Not as impressive, but it was fine. It was totally fine. He did, as usual, hold on to the ball a little long for my taste, but uh, I think only was sacked two times. He's still missing on the deep ball. Uh, as a matter of fact, you could say Xavier Worthy was the best deep passer in that game. They ran a little trick play. Uh, Xavier Worthy uh, hit Jatavian Sanders for a touchdown pass. Why are we breaking that out against West Virginia? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I. I don't know that I love that, but. <clears throat> There was that old trick play, throw it to the defensive back and have him tip it to your <laughs> yeah. receiver for a touchdown. Like, he, he had Xavier Should've Worthy. Save that for OU, Coach Steve. He had a bomb to Xavier Worthy in the game, but it was one that hit, went off of the uh, defensive back's hands, and Xavier Worthy tip drill uh, well played there. But look, it was a good game, and he led the Longhorns to the win. Hudson Card did. Mm-hmm. Has he not earned the right to keep starting until he proves that he's he's not up to the to the task, because I'll, well, t- I'll no, point, because I'll point again, out. I think that he's proved he's not up to the task. Did twenty one to twenty seven, three touchdowns, three hundred three yards. What? That's not uh, okay. That's not up to the task. At what other, what do you need? At what other point? Watching Hudson Card play football as the starting quarterback for the Longhorns, have you been? Have you said, "Wow, that's not terrifying"? You remember the uh, nineteen to twenty moral victory over Alabama mm-hmm. when the Longhorns knocked oh, Alabama. Oh, that's a Quinn Ewers off victory. the top. <laughs> he didn't. Quinn Ewers moral he was, victory. He didn't play the. He was. He got him up. He was. He out got him reeling before the first quarter was over. Yeah, he did. He was. Look, I I will admit that as I was in the stadium for that game, and the whole time I was just cuss, cursing. Uh, Hudson Card's name. I went back and watched it. And I was like, you know what? He made some. He made some key throws. He made some key throws on the drive to get them in position to for Burt Auburn to come in and 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 have the what should have been the go ahead field goal. Same thing in the loss versus Texas Tech. He made key throws on that twenty one second drive. He made key throws in the win over West Virginia. Quinn Ewers has still not played four quarters of college football. Add them all up, okay? He has three and a half quarters of college football experience ever. All right? I'm not... He's fresh. I am not... (laughs) He's fresh. (laughs) I'm not positive, and neither are you. No one should be positive that Quinn Ewers is a better quarterback or even better prospect than Hudson Card. It's not like Hudson Card's a walk-on, okay? He's not a heart and hustle kid who who finally made his way to a scholarship. He was a highly recruited, high-starred, 
high school quarterback who for a while there, people were like, this is the next guy. After Ellinger is gone, Hudson Card is the next guy. Look, I, I'm not an expert, and basically any college quarterback is just looking over the sidelines to his offensive coordinator and saying, what should I do? Throw it to that guy? Okay. <laughs> All just because right. they do it with cartoon characters and weird signs <laughs> that everybody holds up. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean that you're just doing... It's like when Sean McVay was in charge of uh, Jared Goff with the helmet with the Rams, and he was just like, as long as... It is, with the helmet. He could talk to him he in could the, talk to in, him in, in the, the helmet. helmet and tell him who to throw the ball to, and everything was great until that didn't, you know, until he couldn't tell him who to throw to. That's just at, at, this was the first game where I fully felt that the coach, the coaching staff, had faith in Hudson Card. Now that might have been because he's been hobbled seemingly since that Arkansas game. He's literally has like one ankle. Right, but it's an I, Alabama I don't, game. Alabama I don't, I don't game. think any of these games. <laughs> Did you mean the Arkansas game from last season? From last season, yes. He's still hobbled from that game. When has he been healthy? <laughs> Maybe over the I summer. Would imagine at some point in the offseason. But he he went in against he, Alabama when Kenny was went out, and immediately just was like, "Yeah, my ankle's bad." It's just something about starting makes my ankle bad. Well, look, that's part of the that's part of the so, reason why I'm telling you that I think he's earned it. Okay. When when Quinn Ewers went down okay. with whatever this not broken collarbone issue is, yeah. Uh, Hudson Card came in and he was injured and he play he played through it. He's now played through it for a month and I believe I don't know is this even a thing? I, I would love to if I could put S- Steve Sarkeesian on the truth serum and ask him any question. I would ask him how much you miss alcohol, man, because I want to. No, sorry. That's not. I would not ask him. Sorry, kids. I would ask him. They won't give you media credentials. <laughs> what is your. I know, right? What is. Tell me the calculus for deciding who starts at, at quarterback. Is it the guy who gives you the best chance to win? Uh, is Are you waiting for Quinn Ewers to pass some sort of injury recovery threshold where if he gets back to 90%, then we're going to start him again? Uh, I mean, I think and do you factor in, is this at, at all part of the decision that Hudson Card has earned it? That he's been there when they needed somebody? That he, you know, we a year ago, we were singing the praises of Casey Thompson, who didn't win the starting job at the beginning of camp, and then came in mm-hmm. and was was ready to play. And everybody, we were talking how great Casey Thompson was, and then we lost six in a row. Uh, but I don't feel like we're giving Hudson Card the appropriate hero treatment and maybe it's just because he you know he burned us a year ago but he came in when we needed a quality backup and he has he he's played through injury and has taken them uh taken texas at least to a point where they're now a touchdown favorite versus oklahoma we'll talk about oklahoma in a minute i think if you told me quinn ewers is fully healthy i would still say hudson card should start at quarterback on saturday well, I, I think he's the, earned it. Okay, look, you you asked who do you start? What goes into that decision? I mean, I'm gonna tell you the answer in college football is like, hey, who did you have the under the table deal? Like, if you come to our school, we'll let you be the starting quarterback until Arch Manning. We comes don't, here. we don't do those. That, that, that's who you start. We don't. I mean, deal okay, those okay, that's, that's that's the whole. That's not how it works. That, that's, a, that's a Texas tradition since Chris Sims versus Major that's, Apple. That's not how it works, man. That's but the answer, I think most people would tell you, the real answer is is whoever has has earned the trust of the team. If the team is is sitting there, like that was the whole thing with Dak and you know Tony Romo, and Jerry Jones said the team is behind Dak Prescott. You don't want to mess with a good thing, but is it a good thing? I don't know if it's just the double crunch trap talking, but I was not ready for that. That seemed like smart, high level football analysis from Nick Hodgson. Well, I'm, I'm an ex player. Was- <laughs> I'm, I'm that ex player that you bring in. You're the analytics guy who knows all these watching all the tape. I'm the guy that comes in there. Oh, yeah. Now, was it just high school football? Okay, fine. Yeah, tell technically, me, did you guys ever have a quarterback controversy at Gerald High while you were? 
Nick yeah. Hodge is starting guard for the Gerald High School. Only after we Jackalopes. lost in the playoffs and everybody was like, that guy should have been playing. Coach's kid. Wait, at the end of the season? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you had a coach's kid One of my best friends didn't like it. Well, that, okay, look. First of all, when you play that level of high school football, the coaches, the coach's kids are when That's you have Friday good players. That's Friday Night Lights, baby. Right. That's not that level. I thought that uh, I thought you were big time. I think you hire coaches based on how good their kid is at football. Okay, I don't oh. care his X's and O's. Oh. Anyway, uh, no, we didn't really. I mean, it was mostly just like, well, do we put this guy at receiver or quarterback? Because if we put him at quarterback, he's got nobody to throw to. If we put him at receiver, he's got nobody to catch. Or, you know, so it's a, mm. But um, no, with the, with, the, with the Hudson Card thing, I if you want to say that he has earned the right to start against Oklahoma this weekend, sure. But that's not a that's not a quarterback controversy. I mean, Cooper Rush has earned the right to start no, against t- the Eagles. I'm but telling as soon you, as they go down by two touchdowns, you put Dak in there. It's the same thing no, for Hudson Card. If you no, want to start no, him, no, 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 Cooper Rush, I will, I will engage in some potential hot take jackassery and at least entertain a conversation where Cooper Rush takes Dak Prescott's job. But no, you don't. I don't. I said start against the Eagles, and that's just because Dak is not. You, well, you they, don't want to Russell the Wilson. Ra- they play hand. the Rams next week, so the the, the Rams first. No, no, no. Cooper Rush can handle the Rams. That's fine. Oh, okay. It's the Eagles that I'm worried about. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you that I believe Hudson Card has earned the starting job until he proves that he's not worthy, okay? If he goes out and there. I'm going to say midway through the second quarter if, in Dallas, he will <laughs> prove that he's unworthy. Well, okay, fine. Okay, but until yeah. then, because I, I feel like we currently, here, let me ask you this. Does, does this hold water? We currently exist in a... We're just waiting for Quinn Ewers to be healthy world, right? Like as soon yes. as he is healthy, it's his job where I say no. I say Hudson Card has grabbed this job and it is his job until he proves that he's not worthy. Well, and it's possible that he will. It will I'm going to say much like the some, football, sometime he's around danger noon of holding on to on this Saturday. job for way too long. <laughs> That's minute, also that like that. I, I, that also bothers me What's that? About, about Hudson Card is – Okay, first of all, true serum. You remember at the, during the Tech game, there was that stupid Tech fan that had the uh, Hunter card is a Joker sign? Uh, kind of. There, kind that of that kind of that. went viral-ish if you follow the right people on Twitter. Um, and I'm mad at Hudson Card because if you, if you beat Texas Tech, that guy looks like a fool. But when you lose to Texas Tech mm. and they storm the field... <laughs> Now you look. So now you mad. are the Joker, Hudson Card. You're, you're mad. So you made that stupid that tech fan who got your name wrong. Yes, <laughs> the sign. Of I'll a never guy. forgive you for that. <laughs> but also, just when you are when you are Hudson Card and your ankle is like being held together by duct tape and chewing gum, mm-hmm. get rid of the ball. Yeah, you should be smart just, to know I that if, if, if that one of these big giant guys lands on me, I'm done. I can't so believe the ball. that nobody has told him that nobody can be like, "Hey, man, it's totally fine just to fling it out of bounds or at the feet of your running back or just do something." Or just run. It's, well, I don't know. What do you think? What say you? Uh, has Hudson Card earned the starting job? Is uh, Jason just being a hot take jackass? 512-834-1027. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this specific game coming up. Texas OU. I've been informed it's kind of a big deal, this Texas OU matchup. I want to uh, point out that once upon a time. Even this one? Even this one? Jason used to say, hey, you should vi- uh, bench that Vince Young guy and put Chance Mock okay. in the game. That's so. bull-ass. That is, that is out of context nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Jason CJ today with extra Nick Haja Almost Sports back after this. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN.
It's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan-ish, and today my guy Nick Hajda sitting in the CJ chair. Uh, we will be in touch with CJ later on, but we're happy to hear from you, 512-834-1027, or on Twitter at Almost ESPN Radio. However, I just realized CJ runs all that stuff. I don't know the passwords. I don't know any mm. stuff in the... We can still read the tweets, probably. Yeah, likely. Uh, okay, let's see here. Let's go 512-834-1027 and talk to Matt. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, Jason. I just wanted to uh, totally... Uh, well, first of all, I love the show. Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, I disagree with you on Hudson, man. Uh, I'm sorry, you know. Uh, there's a reason why, you know, that, you know, before the season started, you know, he he wasn't chosen to be a starter. Um you know, I, I love the horns. I'm a diehard fan. I'm I'm a exactly one year, one day older than you. You know, so I've been <laughs> a fan, you know, for just as long as you have. But uh, you know, thirteen points in the second half, I mean, come on. I mean, you can't tell me if if Quinn Years has the same amount of snaps that Hudson Cars has with the experience, you know, getting that experience that we don't see a better, you know, a better quarterback, you know, you know, just the improvement. And we don't see that with Hudson, even that first mm-hmm. touchdown, he threw it late. He didn't even have to take a hit, but he threw it late. He, I mean, I just don't see the improvement. Uh, so I just, I, I have to disagree with you, buddy. Thank you, uh, Matt, for knowing my birthday down to the day and year. That's, That's scary. What's we, his blood type, We man? must have discussed this in in the past. Look, I... I agree with you, and that's why I said if you if you actually watched this game, the, it's it's less impressive than the three hundred yards and three touchdowns because yeah, he is holding on to the ball too long. He's missing deep shots. One of the long touchdown passes went off the hands of a defensive back. Um, but I'm just I'll, maybe I'm I'm wording this hot take incorrectly in that I'm just not. I'm not sure you say there's no way I can tell you that Quinn Ewers wouldn't have had better production with the same snaps. I can tell you that because. I don't know what to expect for Quinn Ewers. He hasn't played four quarters of college football yet. But in fact, the three played, and a half that he's played, one of them was good. Okay, the the two and a half versus Louisiana Monroe, I was like, oh, we are in for it. And then, yeah, he shocked me. He shocked me and the world with how how good the offense looked in the first ten minutes of Texas and Alabama before this injury. Um, so. And and look, we want to find out on the dude, right? He is a hugely, highly mm-hmm. t- touted recruit who um, we, the University of Texas, did not. But somebody spent a lot of money on getting him here. So, yeah, I want to I want to get him some reps. Here's the thing: maybe if it was not versus Oklahoma, because even though we're two and two, and arguably the three and two, <laughs> uh, three and two, hang on, we beat that sounds right. We beat Louisiana Monroe. Mm-hmm. We beat UTSA. Mm-hmm. And we beat West Virginia. There you go. And we lost to Alabama. Alabama and we and lost Tech. to Texas Tech. Three and two. This has been Aren't high. You brag about being the number two high sports level analytics <laughs> on almost sports. <laughs> Even though we're three and two in the season, depending on what you had as your goals, it's kind of ruined. And Oklahoma is a disaster. <laughs> I still want to win this game more than any other game. Yeah. Like, I hate Oklahoma. I sports hate Oklahoma, and I want to win this game. And I just don't know, is that is that where we want to find out if Quinn Ewers is, is the guy? Here's also the thing, is that Texas A&M, like, you, you, you mentioned that there's no more, the only thing we can hope for is to win the Big 12 
uh, championship and then and then quit the league, right? <laughs> I know you always want to do that to, to the to the Waterloo, uh, Waterloo Media, Media Fantasy, Fantasy League. league. You want to win and walk I away. I win and I I am riding off into the. If sunset. Texas can do that to the Big Twelve, that's glorious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's I don't bragging. even know if I can do that anymore. Like my presence in the Waterloo Mani- Media Fantasy League might be one of the things my employment is based on now. <laughs> They're like, well, if we fire him, we got to get a, another guy for the fantasy league. No, that's I, not. I, I, I do think we've only had people quit that league. But anyway, uh, I just want, I want the bragging rights. That way, we're better than Oklahoma, and will we be? And when I assume that Texas A and M loses to Alabama in a horrible fashion this weekend, we'll be better than them. And that's that's what will make me feel good and get me through the rest of the season. But he, here's the deal: is don't you kind of? Well, first of all, Quinn Ewers is he eligible to go to the to go pro after the season, or does he need one no. more? No, he okay. yeah, has to play one more. I do kind of like the idea that he makes it to the NFL just based on talent that is never like he he never just appears in an actual game. He never game. has to play a football game. Yeah, so nobody knows whether he's good or not. And if that can get him to like you know a fifth round draft pick or something, that would be delightful. I I have intel. Okay, I have a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who went to high school with a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at least one of these guys is a, is a credible source who has some, I, w- I wouldn't call it blockbuster Quinn Ewers intel necessarily, but I, it was, when I found that out... That mullet is a wig? It was, <laughs> it was a very interesting thing uh, about why Quinn Ewers has not been playing yet. And uh, I'm, still, I'm still validating some of the sources on that. Okay. Uh, more just I'm saving it for Tuesday or Wednesday when I have less to talk about. Well, here, I think literally uh, but, nobody might be listening. Just tell me. No, 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 no. I have intel on, okay. on why he, he might not be playing. Uh, also, you know what? It might not. It might be the, the NFL rule is you have to be three years removed from your high school class, which he went he, to Ohio he, State early, which would have been his senior year. So I don't know when the click, uh, clock ticks started ticking on him. He might have to be at Texas three full se- <laughs> he might have to be somewhere three <laughs> full seasons before he's allowed in the NFL. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, do you think that it's a strategic advantage the fact that he has not been playing? Like What do you mean? Cuz you can't the <laughs> Oklahoma coaching staff they can't game play. They have to go back to his high school tape, right? Um I mean <laughs> First of all, look at how Oklahoma played versus TCU. I don't think they're watching tape. <laughs> I don't know that they're watching anything. That is Venables, you're supposed to be a defensive guy. You're just going to get a 55-burger put on you by by TCU? Hey, don't judge a coach by their first season. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say it's an advantage that they haven't seen Quinn Ewers yet. Uh, because, they, yeah, there's barely, there's not really that much Hudson card tape either. Hang on, I got, I got one more thing on who should start. But let's go first to my guy. It's Northside Dave. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, Dave? Well, I should put $5 in there. Chargers for that, uh, thinking that Ty Hudson Card should be the starting quarterback if we're proven otherwise. But I know you'll probably send it upstairs and not say it, but that's okay. But listen, man, this, this guy, Quinn Ewers, he has that it. That's the thing. He, when he took that field at, you know, with Alabama, their game, you could see it. And the thing is that, you know, Vince Young, him, and Arch Manning are the only NF, uh, college, you know, high school players that have a perfect score coming out of high school. You can't ignore that. That is this is why um, Sark wants him as the starting quarterback, and he should be because if we're going to get anywhere further, we need that we need that sharpness that he has that uh, Hudson Card does not have. Now, granted, he did a good job. Uh, Hudson Card is a good quarterback on on you know for what it was. Come on, let's face it. West Virginia was okay, formidable opponent, but they 
when we face guys like Kansas State, Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. that's when we're going to need a guy like Quinn Ewers Kansas. to come in and beat, beat those teams. So, Kansas. anyway, that's my take on that. But yeah. I still think you should put five dollars in the jars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, you know that that's a that's a Hajda original. The uh, the almost sports fact checkers uh, in a, in an effort. When we first started this program and nobody was calling us, unlike today, mm-hmm. where two people called us. <laughs> uh, Nick said, you should put a bounty anytime you guys say something that's incorrect. People can call and correct you, and we'll put $5 in a jar and draw a name at the end of the month. I guess it was the end of the month. You know what, Dave? I'm going to declare you right now. You are going to win the $10 that's in the September fact checkers jar mm-hmm. as you checked us on facts twice. <laughs> Uh, I use the ten dollars to get a new phone. Did you hear what he was trying to correct me on? I didn't even hear what what did uh, he, I say he was something saying that Quinn Ewers has the it factor. No, no, no. I heard that part, but oh. at the beginning he said something about I how about I, I, I said the that, wrong but. thing. Um, no, okay, totally. I, I look. I don't. I I don't know the it factor. Okay, I don't know what that. I saw it, I saw it myself. You are correct. Uh, he. Like Vince Young, uh, and I guess, are you telling me Arch Manning now has it as well? I guess he and Vince Young were the only quarterbacks in the state of Texas ever to have a perfect prospect score, perfect recruiting mm-hmm. score uh, coming out of high school. And uh, a lot of too much time, money, and effort is spent on figuring out if these you know children are going to be able to play football at the next level. So you're probably right. He probably is good. All right. I will say when I, when I first started to see him play, Quinn Ewers, I was like, this is the guy who, this is the untouchable, oh, my God, let's give him the keys to the city, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he couldn't get over, to, you know, past fourth on the depth chart at Ohio State, I was like, he's the guy who, but you were, you are correct. Could you, I, Burrow. I will cede to you that he, he is probably more talented and a better prospect than Hudson Card. And I, I do not doubt that over the, the long run, he will win the job. He will, you know, eventually go on to be the Longhorn starter until Arch Manning gets here, and then it's a whole big question mark. What's gonna What's gonna happen then? But here, let me ask you the question this way, Nick. Uh, you're playing Oklahoma this week. Who, as we mentioned, what was it, fifty five to twenty? I mean, a disaster. Oklahoma in their first efforts without Lincoln Riley have been bad, real bad. As a matter of fact, and I know they lost their quarterback. OU. Do we know what's gonna happen with that kid now? Uh, the, they opened it at three and a half. Texas was a three and a half point favorite, which I was even a little surprised to see because, you know, a month ago, Oklahoma was still in the, it was a top 10 team and Texas was yeah whatever we are. Texas was a three and a half point favorite. It, this morning it was six and a half. It's seven now. So all of the money is coming in on Texas. Everybody believe. And, and so Texas should win this game. Who is the safer choice to play a quarterback? Hudson Carter, Quinn Ewers. Uh, uh, Quinn Ewers, who we're still not sure his his health status, because it, if Oklahoma was still undefeated, and what would they be? Number six, number five in the country? I might say, yes, we're going to have, we need to, we need a figurative Hail Mary and perhaps literal Hail Marys as well to win this game. Give me the guy with the higher ceiling. But now you can, you can play safe and beat Oklahoma, right? Well, right? I, I don't want to declare that. Rivalry game because no matter how that's what they always say, you know, you got to throw out the records no matter who's good, who's bad, anything can happen. So it's always dangerous <laughs> to go. See, we always say that because we're the team that's a 13 and a half point underdog. They right? say it about Michigan, we're, too, we're in the, the Michigan, team. Ohio State. They say it about Auburn and Alabama. It's fine. It's been said about lots of teams. Don't get into the details. 
But I, I would agree with you that it, it does seem that, like, like I said, I have no problem with Hudson Card starting this game. It should be the same thing with Dak Prescott and, and Cooper Rush. Again, when you need to go with, if, if things aren't working with the backup quarterback, then you have, you have Quinn Ewers to come in off the bench. Mm-hmm. So I don't. If you want to say, I, I think that your your logic is kind of sound. Hudson Card would be the safest. He's been playing. If he plays, he's got the chemistry with the team. Put him out there. But you if know, he plays like he, he he did versus Oklahoma, or excuse me, versus West Virginia, like Oklahoma, Texas is going to win that game, right? Yeah. You feed Bijan the ball. Find my man Jatavian Sanders. I, mean, I would argue that that should be the key of the game. It doesn't matter who's starting quarterback, is we should just run over them with Bijan. But that has been mm. slightly more difficult than mm. one would think. Bijan Robinson, overrated? Uh, no, just the offensive line is I not ready yet. I shouldn't have even aired that. You're just, part. You just oh. like saying provocative things. Me? No, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. do that. Uh, okay, we'll, uh, we'll move to the NFL. Is there a, co- uh, a quarterback controversy for the Dallas Cowboys? No, there is not. Uh, but we'll talk Cowboys over the Commanders and uh, go around the league as well. Whatever you want to talk about, 512-834-1027. It's Almost Sports with Nick Hajda today. Jason, CJ, back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. One hour from now, we're going to have CJ on the phone. Uh, we will have a CJ Morgan top 10 list today because... It's in my contract. I have at least one segment that I take off. Okay. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care if CJ's taking a personal day. Uh, so, yeah, 1230, CJ will join us. I'm sure we can talk Longhorns, Cowboys, uh, whatever you like, uh, in- including uh, whatever he has on, on tap for the uh, top ten list today. That's my work wife, uh, Nick Hajda, with me in studio. Week four of the NFL season is mostly in the books. Rams 49ers Monday Night Football. Is that tonight? Is that the right? Yep. Rams 49ers. Uh, listen to the game right here on 102.7 ESPN Radio. Uh, perhaps a, a little preview of what the Cowboys have in Week 5. Cowboys playing at the Los Angeles Rams next Sunday. Ooh, short week for the Rams. Yeah. Nice. That's how the momentum keeps on going for the Are Cowboys. Are they still going to start Cooper Cup? Are the uh, Rams going to start Cooper Cup? Oh, crap. Rush? No. Rams, oh. Cooper Cup, wide receiver. Right. I'm scared of him. He's still, He's, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Too many Coopers in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Cowboys, uh, they did it. 25-10. to 10. They beat the not-Redskins yesterday. Cooper Rush is undefeated this season as a starter. Undefeated in his career as a starting quarterback. Uh, 3-0 and this season. He's 4-0 uh, ever to, as, as the starter. Hang on. Do we have the thing? Nick Hajda's almost fun facts? <laughs> uh, yes. Do you want them right now or the whole series, or you just want the Cooper I, Rush one? I should have had better prepared you. I thought you'd just pepper him in throughout the day, the uh, okay. uh, Hajda almost fun facts. Cooper Rush is 4-0 in his first four starts. <laughs> That's it? That's the... He jo- I, I said on the morning show that he was the only quarterback the in The first quarterback history. ever to go Turns 4-0 in his first four starts. in franchise history. Ah. I heard the, the, the announcers wrong. Uh, yeah, it turns out lots of quarterbacks. There's six of them. Kyle Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Kyle Allen? Yeah, I know. Whatever was that Allen kid that started for the uh, – I think that's who that was for the for the Panthers a couple years ago. I could be wrong. No, Kyle Allen, yeah. he was. Uh, he, he's a Ron Rivera guy. It yeah, may have been a, a different Kyle Aggie Allen or something. Allen. Anyway, the, but no, it was Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, I think, were the, the ones that you actually care about being in rarefied air with. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Uh, the point is the Cowboys are 3-1. and one. Uh, Their season is not ru- – oh, well, okay, here, let's just do the whole is – is there a quarterback controversy 
in Dallas? No. No. Right? No. I need to I'm I'm going to try and go put myself back into 2016 headspace. That's when it was, right? When when Tony broke his but Tony Romo broke his back in the preseason. Dak Prescott never before heard of. See, this is why you keep having to pick. put money into the jar because you could want to say like specific years. Keep it vague. I am a detail oriented always, no. person. That's, okay? that's, that's why you always end up <laughs> money, owing money to to, to Northside Dave. Okay, all right. That's a, you know what? That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> uh, but w- was was because Cooper Rush has has won three games in a row for the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> they beat them the mighty commanders, the mighty giants and the defense I'm going to say single-handedly beat the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yesterday he did, but he it's not like it's not like he's just handing the ball off every play. I mean, he threw the touchdown passes to to Michael Gallup uh, mm-hmm. first game back threw a touchdown pass to to CD Lamb yesterday. 15 of 27, 223 yards, hasn't thrown an interception in any of the three starts. Uh, to call him just a game manager would be okay, accurate. <laughs> um, but it's not as if they are winning in spite of him. He's doing he's doing a great job as a backup quarterback who comes in and fills in. Did Dak was that not what Dak did? I mean, was Dak lighting it up or was he just handing it off to before before his he was old and busted Ezekiel Elliott behind the best offensive line in football? I would say their play is probably comparable. Of, he, of the level of things, he but, game but, managed the Cowboys to yeah. what was it nine and one or something at, at that point. There you go again with the specifics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, sorry once again <laughs> for my attempt to. Uh, so yeah, like I, everybody wants to say, it's an absolutely different situation, and I'm like, I don't know. Is it? Is it absolutely different? Well, I, I guess Tony Romo was obviously on the back nine, more like the finishing hole of his career. As where Dak, we would still say, is on. I mean, didn't he literally have a broken back? Dak, uh, uh, Tony, Tony Romo? Romo, yeah. For the second time. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. the second time. He was he... on the back, too. It's been broken yeah. twice. So slightly different. Um, I also just think the fact that you had, because the whole thing was that we can build around Dak Prescott with his contract status, because we've got him on the rookie deal for four years, and that can they could be like use the, the Seattle Seahawks Russell Wilson method. So I think right. that, that factored in a lot. With the decision to move I'm, on as well. I'm glad that you brought that up uh, because, uh, yes, while un- no part of me wants to say Cooper Rush is the, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback going forward, mm-hmm. but it is worth considering now that you're a, a defensive-minded football team, maybe you go out and find yourself a, a, a more economical option at the quarterback position yeah. and use Dak's 40-something million dollars a year to, to outfit the rest of that roster. Well, the problem is that if you stick with Cooper Rush, uh, I just looked it up, and he is in the last year of a two-year well, deal. Well, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I don't want Cooper Rush. Oh, you just want to go grab a rookie? I'm saying that, yeah. Um, maybe. Now I'm trying to think of who. Is there a quarterback? Zach Wilson, Dak Prescott. Is there a quarterback from recent drafts who has his team has kind of given up on him? I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to. Or, or maybe it's. Trey Lance. <laughs> no, 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 no. They haven't, they haven't even had a chance. <laughs> Trey Lance, one of the few guys who's played less than Quinn Ewers. Um, Tua? Uh, Tua might be. He might be. If the Dolphins could get Dak for Tua and some, I don't think they have uh, any picks left. Well, no, I don't. I, you don't do it because <laughs> I'm serious. Tua might, Tua might not ever play football again. Yeah. 
Uh, as, as, as he, as somebody who had him on their fantasy team, don't talk. About I Tua. want to have a Tua conversation. Drew Locke. All I'm saying is that I'm, st- I've, I, and I've, I, you guys, close listeners of this program. Thanks, guys. Y'all are the best. You've heard me do this one a million times over. In that, I don't know that play- paying your quarterback forty million dollars a year, no matter who it is. I mean, Patrick Mahomes looked pretty damn good, but mm-hmm. worth every bit of that. What was his deal? Ten years, four hundred fifty million. I mean, he's the best. I I will hear no Josh Allen arguments. Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football right now. But can they haven't won since he they they signed him to the big deal? I don't know if you can win paying one guy that significant a portion of your salary cap. And so and, and by the way, if you who's won the most Super Bowls in the last let's just call it twenty I, years? Are you going to say so. the Patriots? Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady's always taken a middle of the road deal. He was never one of the highest paid players. He in was the he was taking team friendly deals. Yeah, but he was not. He was not super cheap. He wasn't taking like a hundred thousand dollar deal or whatever. research. Get on this. Has Tom Brady as a Patriot was Tom Brady ever in the five highest paid quarterbacks in the league? I don't think he was. I don't think so either. Yeah, and so that's what I'm telling you is that these guys who break the break the bank at the quarterback position, I don't blame them. But, but, but I'm the, not telling you to give back the money. Uh, but the Dak I, deal now. Forty million for a quarterback is about to not be that much. That, this is a good point, and I I will let you. You know what? You can you take the reins on your own good point. There's going to be so much. Do you see the way I said you take the reins, and then I started to explain it and yeah, taking. That's fine. There's I'm, gambling I, I, money I, I, coming. I know how you operate. Now shut. The, there's gambling. What's the deal? Yeah, just the gambling money is, is coming. The cap's going to grow and grow and grow. And by the time I don't know how many years Dak has left on this contract, but by the time I, mean, he, I don't even know if the by, extension has begun. It's by the last year he's going to be relatively cheap. I mean, Lamar Jackson is about to break the bank. Then you got Joe Burrow. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence coming up. Right. Justin Herbert. Right. Justin Herbert might get a, a, a half a billion deal like Patrick Mahomes. Well, it, it, it still remains. Okay, so is $40 million going to be more affordable in three but I, years? I, I understand sure. your point. If you but get if, you get a guy cheaper, for, yes. if you get a guy in the next draft who's $8 million, maybe that is the way to reopen this window that, for the most part, I had said declared closed on the Cowboys. It's like, hey. We got young defensive studs. Michael Parsons might be the best defensive player in football now, right now, today. Mm-hmm. Rebuild the team around a younger, cheaper quarterback. And if you don't even say, oh, well, they're stuck with Dak. If you put them on the market, multiple first-round picks will be yours. Now, yeah, here, here is the problem is that, and this is why I'm, I'm saying that there's not a quarterback controversy with Cooper Rush because – can you see, like, you look at that uh, Chiefs-Bucks game last night. Mm-hmm. Do you see Cooper Rush or a rookie quarterback, even if he's one of those Justin Herbert-type rookies where you're like, right away, you're like, yeah, he's got it. Do you see them competing against Mahomes? Now, I know Joe Burrow just did it in his second year uh, yeah. in the Super Bowl last year. That's a good point. And he, and he was a like point. a half second away from uh, throwing a, a touchdown to a wide-open Jamar Chase and beating the Chiefs. But, like, I, I would rather feel comfortable with Dak. I think he can compete with those type of guys more so than, than maybe a rookie would. But, I mean, I, look, it depends on who's out there and, and, and who's available. I don't necessarily blame you for thinking about that. And, honestly, the Cowboys should. Look, it's just as simple as this. All you have to do is find a quarterback in the draft who's totally elite, starting mm-hmm. from the very first moment that he takes the field and is willing to work for uh, seven figures. How hard is it? Why isn't everybody what doing this? What if said young, super cheap quarterback had a really awesome mullet, Jason? <laughs> well, you, again, he's not eligible for the draft for like 100 years. He's still, uh-huh. You know what? Th- that mullet is not awesome, Okay. You're again. You're, we're, we're stepping on my middle of the week. There's nothing left to talk about content. But Quinn Ewers, ugliest Texas quarterback of all time. 
No. I mean, who is it? I, I mean, Case McCoy. <laughs> he's got not a, his fault, but he's, he's got a what has he got? Some sort of palsy, I think. Uh, Again, don't ask specifics. It, I, I feel like you're trying to be ugly on purpose, Quinn. Yours with the hair and now the the beard. Chance mock. Wow, shots fired. Chance mock is a totally normal. Look, I was ready for you to come at me with the major Applewhite, and I was going to have to stand up for my ginger people. No, no, no. He was right? still pulling those pulling but, those college girls in his forties. Okay, take, take he had the looks. Take, take he had the easy. looks. Uh, the, the the mullet is hideous, but now what he's doing with the the, the beard, be, the beard, it, that is like an incel neck beard. Yeah. I I, I looks, storm the Capitol beard. It, it looks like not a good you, look, Quinn. You, you you shaved your face with a lawnmower, Quinn. Yours like I'm the, there's just parts where I'm like there's no hair here, but like lots look, of hair over here. I went and I scouted the Texas spring game, the orange and white game. I was able to get right up on the fifty yard line, right there. And it's because I wanted to see the mullet in person, and yeah. it's glorious, okay? The mullet the only time is glorious? You've seen it I don't think it is. It's way up in the nosebleed sections for the Alabama game, okay? You can't tell. You can't see that mullet there. You can't, it doesn't, it doesn't, the Jumbotron doesn't do it justice. I think, that, I think that it looks good when it's hanging out the back of a helmet, all right? When he is sitting, uh, the, you know, unencumbered, un, the, the, it's not sweating. He does put off jet ski energy when you can see the full package. <laughs> I will admit you that. Energy. And, yeah, I'll tell you this. Hudson Card. Much better looking he's handsome. Than he's a handsome man. Much better. Looking. Nobody would ever say is Hudson Card the ugliest quarterback. No. Okay, anyway. Boom. Teased. Wednesday. Who's the ugliest Longhorn quarterback in school history? <laughs> is that going to be a, a CJ top 10? I can't get. <laughs> Are you going to draft ugly quarterbacks on Thursday? <laughs> I can't get legitimate the media members, Texas people on this show. Uh, well, why? What are you talking about? Because. <laughs> Kirk Bowles, you don't want to come on after the segment where I rank the 10 ugliest quarterbacks in Longhorn history? What are you talking about? I just got a text from Florida man Kyle that oh, said no. I went to high school with Chance Mock. He's hot. Wow. So Kyle is in that business. Take that. All right. Uh, I have more that I want to discuss on the Cowboys, Tua, the rest of the NFL. What do you think? 512-834-1027. It's Almost Sports back after this. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's Jason Dick. Today, my guy Nick Hajda sitting in the CJ chair. CJ out on assignment is what I say when I don't know where he is. Uh, but uh, he is going to join us on the phone. 30-ish minutes. Hold on. Uh, if you want to hear from CJ. Uh, we were in the middle of a Dallas Cowboys quarterback non-controversy conversation. If you want to weigh in, 512-834-1027. Dak is going to get his job back as soon as he is ready for it. And he has been saying uh, Sunday they're playing at the Rams. Even if it's not that, it's very likely next week they play uh, at the Eagles. Uh, let me ask you this way, Nick. Mm-hmm. What are your new – do you have newfound expectations for the Cowboys this season? Because week one, you know, they they lose to the Buccaneers, which is fine. The Bucks are good. Uh, but the, the, you lose Dak Prescott, and we came on. I came on here and said the season is over. I can't remember a time where the season was over after one game. You lose your quarterback. The, the, the season is basically done. They've won all the games since then. They're 3-1. and one. I would have been quite pleased with 2-2. With two and two. I probably would have been like, you know, 1-3 and three is fine. They're three and one. Now the wins are not great. Over yeah. the over the commanders. The Giants are three and one. Okay. They have a win over the three and one Giants. That's something. Uh but there's no the season is is unover, okay? The, the the Cowboys, I would say at this point, would be for me a huge disappointment if they do not make the playoffs. They yeah. don't make the postseason. Uh my expectation, like look, uh, I hate to say it going into it, I was not 
that optimistic about the Cowboys being able to beat the Eagles and t- and, and become the first in the NFC back to back NFC East champion in the last twenty years or whatever it is. Uh-huh. But my expectations are still where they were: is that the Cowboys should be a playoff team, and I th- I think that our defense is good enough. Our offense obviously is stacked with position players, and if the O line can can do good enough in the playoffs, the Cowboys have a chance at, at making an extended hold run. On, hold on, let me just stop you for a second. Our offense is stacked at position play. Are you saying skill C- play? CeeDee Lamb, uh, Michael right. Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard. I just meant that the weakness of the offense to me was the offensive line and whether our offensive line was old and busted or new and fabulous. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. Honestly, uh, what's what's the um, the, the, the tackle that, that they drafted not uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, I think it's Tyler Smith. Yeah, he's played really well. So well, we I, I lost our we lost our Tyrone Smith well, and we'll replaced him with a, ty- a Tyler Smith. Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, can have bookend tackles named T Smith. Look, and uh, Zeke. As much as I have written him off, uh, not just because I traded him from my dynasty fantasy football team to Nick for a Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson poo poo platter. I still don't know who won that. That's yeah, uh, early I think, in the I season. Think it might be. We'll figure it, it out. No, you have Tony Pollard. That's the answer. Um, Did work. He out runs hard. Week. He's still running hard. Yeah. Like he has no breakaway potential, really. But it, it, you know, if you if it's third and two on the goal line, I'm like, give the ball to Zeke. Yes, he's gonna absolutely. Get me, he's gonna get me two yards. Not every team in the NFL has a guy who can do that. Uh, CD Lamb, hold on, just one second. CD Lamb's career with the Cowboys has been disappointing. Disappointing. But look, I, I personally think, and maybe it's just because Michael Gallup is on my dynasty fantasy football team. I think that Gallup, when he gets healthy and Dak gets back, is going to step in and he's going to fill that void. Because while Michael Gallup has been hurt a lot in his career, and you could also argue as a disappointment, when he is in there, to me, he counts like a difference maker. Which void do you mean? Like the Cowboys don't have a number one receiver right now. He's going to be the number one guy. I think that Gallup will be Dak's go-to receiver when you need something I mean, down the road. Once if, everything is clicking with his offense, if and CeeDee Lamb is going to be a hype. Like, it's going to be Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. <laughs> It's going to be Al Which Lazard, a, Romeo Dobbs. No. You keep, I'm like, are these well, situations that I want to have? Uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. All right, that one's pretty good. There you go. Now, I don't, Man, tell me who's who. I don't know. I was just going to say, stop talking about your fantasy football team, Nick. Nobody cares. But the, seeing my guy, Mike Evans, just grabbed two touchdown passes from old busted Tom Brady last night. I'm like, God, I love you, Mike Evans. You're my favorite Aggie of all time. Uh, wow. Take that, Johnny Manziel. Uh, which you were only my favorite because of... Other, other, the other. way that you would act a fool. Not what he did on the um, field. I mean, I guess you could say Michael Gallup is going to, at the very least, take attention. For the, he's, he commands the defense's respect, which will take some of the pressure off of CeeDee Lamb. No, not pressure, but like literally some of the coverage away from yeah. CeeDee Lamb. And Michael ba- Michael Gallup was there yesterday, and it was CeeDee Lamb's best game of the year. So and, coincidence, and look, no, probably Bra- Everybody laughed that Noah Brown was the only other. I'm still other... laughing about that. It yeah, is... but, he, but hasn't, has not he impressed you somewhat? Has he not earned a little bit of respect? Noah Brown will be that guy who you add on waivers in fantasy and then drop the next week, and then somebody will add him again, and then you'll never play yeah, him. He's not going to be in any... That's a prestigious honor for that's an NFL a, player to be the right. hot waiver wire. You're but, the new Braxton like, Berrios, Noah Brown. Congratulations. How dare you? Way better than... Bra- <laughs> He's the new Scotty Miller. Braxton Berrios threw a touchdown pass yesterday. Great. See that? Um, Braxton Berrios. Good-looking dude. I don't know if you've oh seen his God. Instagram. Check that out. No, 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 no I have not. But no, uh, Noah Brown is at least, he can be uh, Cedric Wilson level. 
The, the the number three, a, a, a solid number three, four, a KJ Hammer guy yeah. from the Cowboys yeah. a year ago. All right, he's not nobody. Totally fair. Totally fair. So, uh, and yeah, honestly, it, it's like too low of a bar to say the Cowboys should make the playoffs because now with a a seventh team in each conference, I mean, like we were already letting one, made sometimes two mediocre teams into the playoffs. Mm. Now, like it's it's coming. There's gonna be. There's going to be a seven and ten team that makes the playoffs one of these. But years. the Cowboys will not be seven one of those. Seven and ten might be tough to do. Eight and nine for sure. I mean, those guys uh, you think they have no chance, and the Cowboys, if they get in the playoffs, have a chance. Right, and the, and, and honestly, it wouldn't surprise okay, me so, if, they, if they if they do win the division over the Eagles. I mean, that I think that they are going to stack that defense stacks up really. That defense is legit. That is a and, and, you know they very, give up a, a bunch legit. of yards, but that's how you got to play in today's NFL. Um, you're going after turnovers. And so it, it's going to kind of depend on what happens against the Eagles, but that that's at the 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 game after the Rams in two weeks. That is at the Eagles. Tenants. So that leaves Cowboys at home with the Eagles later on the season. That's a way that if, you know if, if the division is close, that's yeah. a good shot for the yeah. Cowboys to go in there and get a get a win at yeah. home against the Eagles and take the division. So ten and seven would be the 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 floor for acceptable this year, right? If the Cowboys finish nine and eight, I am like, where did we go wrong? Look, the I, next I, I don't care where they the numbers. It depends on, like I said, I me, want them to uh, make the playoffs, and I want them to feel like they have a chance. I don't care what the record is. Let me go get I, in there at six and whatever it is. If that's how it gets you in there, but I, get in there. I learned this uh, sports analysis trick from a legend in the game, my guy uh, Ed Clements. Let's take a look at the schedule, okay? Ooh, <laughs> we are doing sports radio. Yeah, uh, at the Rams on Sunday, but. Rams on a short week of rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Haven't looked really that impressive. At the Eagles Sunday night football the next week, probably an L. Probably uh, the Eagles look real good. Yeah. They, they're just down 14 to nothing immediately to Jacksonville, and they're like, yeah, whatever. We're going to win this game. Uh, then home versus the Lions. I'm a non-believer in these Lions, okay? Yeah. They all got all worked up. Uh, Dan Campbell, they figured that they're one and three, okay? They're the Lions. The Lions are the Lions. He did not rule out uh, changing his staff around, so they are officially at that point. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then the Bears, one of the worst teams in football. Yep. Uh, at Green Bay, at the Packers, but the Packers needed overtime to beat, what's his name? Ba- Bailey Zapka? Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi? Do you know what his name I don't, is? I don't know who he is. Uh, no, it's not Zapka. At the Vikings? Same. Yeah. The, the Vikings, are you trying to give me a heart attack at 9 morning in a Survivor League Vikings? You can't beat Andy Dalton? You, you need last-minute heroics to... Uh, the, the Giants, bad. Colts, mm-hmm. bad. Texans, mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. At the Jags, that's a tough game. December 18th. Kyle, what's the weather like out there? Maybe I go to Jacksonville in December. That sounds like Ooh. a fun game to go to. Can you get in that pool? Do they still have the pool? Uh, the Eagles, Titans, Commanders. Like, there's not – there is the the Eagles, and I guess I'll still say at the Packers that are just definite mark them down yeah. L's. But that's, that's a lot of winnable games for the Cowboys. They should win a lot of those games. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? I bet you they will win a lot of those games. I bet you they will win some of them at <laughs> yeah. the very least, right? <laughs> Boom. Sports analysis. Uh, 512-834-1027. Almost sports back in just a moment.